to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Uh, now I'd like to invite Reverend Marilyn to share a Father's Day tribute. Thank you, Catherine. Good morning. Yes, today is Father's Day, and it is a celebration whereby we honor fatherhood, the paternal bonds, and the influence of fathers in our society. It is a day to express appreciation and to acknowledge individuals who are fathers, who have an active role in raising their children of their own. We honor individuals who have stepped up to take care of and to play a fatherly role for the children who aren't their own. It could be a stepfather, a grandfather, an uncle, an older brother, a foster dad, coaches, mentors. These are individuals who are willing to step up and serve in that father role. We honor individuals who are grieving the loss of a father, or who are grieving the loss of their child, individuals who are navigating a strained relationship with their father, or navigating a life lived with an absentee father. We also honor and acknowledge individuals who long to be fathers, but for some reason, fatherhood has not become a reality in their life yet. So no matter where any of us are on the journey of fatherhood or what feelings we have about our own father, there is also a spiritual perspective. Father's Day is an opportunity where we honor the masculine principle of father, mother, God. The masculine principle is the assertive principle, the self-propelling power of spirit within the universal parent mind. It is the seed of life. And as Father's Day tribute to the masculine principle of life, I am sharing this reading by Ernest Holmes, which is in the Science of Mind text. So I invite you to, if you're comfortable, close your eyes and listen carefully to this tribute to the masculine principle of life. Holy, holy, holy. Inner presence, great and mighty. Inner light that shines divinely. Inner life that lives completely. Inner joy that smiles serenely. Inner peace that flows so deeply, inner calm, untroubled, happy, inner love that gives so freely, inner truth that never fails us, inner power that holds securely, inner eye that sees so clearly, inner ear that hears truth always, inner voice that speaks 
supremely. Inner good that binds us to the one indivisible whole. Holy, 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 God within me. Happy Father's Day. And happy Sunday, everyone. It is a delight to be here in our sanctuary with all of you as well as our Facebook Live uh, virtual family. And for those who are joining us via our YouTube and our podcast, just know that it is truly with deep gratitude that I thank you for choosing the Portland Center for Spiritual Living as your source of spiritual nourishment this morning. So welcome everyone everywhere. And today we're continuing our exploration, I love this title, of Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass. I just think it's really sweet. How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. So I'm just thinking, yes, let it be so. You are a badass. And the promise of this book, I love this promise, is that we will understand how to make one primary shift in our life. And that shift is from wanting to change our life to deciding to change our life. Now, there's a huge difference between wanting and deciding. If we look at the Latin root of the word decide, the word is decidere, and it means to cut off all other options. So when we make a decision, we are making a choice, a conscious choice to move in a very specific direction. The term that Catherine used in closing her prayer is directed faith. So when we make a decision, we are moving in directed faith towards that which we are affirming for our life. And the promise of this book is that we will understand how to make that shift from wanting to deciding to make that shift. And our message today, the sweet life, we're walking through one of my favorite chapters. We're walking through the chapter on how to get over our BS self. Now, the author tells us that our BS self is the big snooze or ego. And she says that what we are choosing to do is to embrace our authentic badass self. And in science of mind terms, that's the I am that I am that resides within each of us. And so we're going to walk through a three-step transformational empowerment model. And this empowerment model is short, it's easy to remember, and it's based on a poem by Mary Jane Oliver, which a friend shared with me recently. Three steps. Pay attention, be astonished, tell about it. Pay attention, be astonished, tell about it. So let's get started with our three-step, easy-to-remember empowerment journey. So let's talk about pay attention. Each of us is the author of our life. 
we know in science of mind and we learn that perception is reality, that how we perceive the world is exactly that which we are experiencing. So we get to choose where we place our attention. And we also learn in science of mind that whatever we focus on expands. And so I'm going to ask you, or I'm going to invite you to participate in just a little mini experience about focus. So briefly, if you're comfortable, close your eyes or just sort of look down for a minute. Okay, now open them and look around and count the number of things you see that are red. Now gently stop, close your eyes. And recall everything you saw that was green. <laughs> and you may be saying, but you said look for red. Does that mean that green wasn't present? No, green was also there. But because we were focusing on looking for red, we did really good, we followed instructions. Just like our stories, we follow the instructions we may have missed all the other colors that are available right here, right now. And so this is true of the stories that we tell ourselves. We may tell ourselves that we're not good enough. We may tell ourselves that we're not uh, qualified. We may tell ourselves that we're old, too old or we're too heavy or we're not the right weight or we don't look good enough or we don't know how to dance. Or we tell ourselves all of these limiting stories and then we cling to them. It's like we have this, we're like we're practicing physical therapy in the movement of our hands and they say clench and we just get a grip on it and we hold on to it. And not only do we just hold on to those stories, we begin to embellish them. We add layers of perceptions and feelings and emotions and observations to those stories. And it's just like, I live in a historic building in downtown Vancouver, and a couple of years ago, the owners decided to re-roof this building. And they warned us that it was going to be an extensive, drawn-out process, because what they were doing is they were going all the way down to the base of the roof. And one day, I ran into the maintenance person, and I said, wow. They're just grinding away. I mean, you could hear they're just grinding away. And he looked at me. He said, Marilyn, there were seven layers of tar paper felt and asphalt shingles on the top of this building. And I said, well, you know, as I'm walking around the halls, it feels like the building can breathe. And he said, well, wouldn't you if you had seven layers of heavy baggage taken off your back? And I just started to laugh. It's the same with our stories. The stories that we carry around are like baggage. Are we willing to cut them loose? Are we willing to pay attention to the layers of mistruth that we've told ourselves? Are we willing to pay attention to the perceived benefits of holding on to those stories? Are we willing to let go of those stories? Are we willing to say, you know what? 
this story is not the truth of my being. I can rewrite it. And so pay attention beckons us to open up to curiosity, to our imagination, to the infinite potential, the infinite possibilities that are available to us, and to say, yes, please, more. So we can decide that more good is the truth of our being. And I really love uh, Science of Mind magazine. And one of the daily guides that this past week, it's written by Reverend Dr. David Alt. And he gives us guidance on specific way to pay attention. He invites us to start paying attention to what we're paying attention to. So what is the ticker tape of negative talk that's going through? our mind? What are we focusing on when we meet someone? What are we describing as we're out in our community? What are we talking about in our conversations with our friends? What are we thinking about world affairs? Just pay attention to what we're paying attention to. He then invites us to take a look and ask ourselves, can we direct our awareness to that which is working more than what is not? Can we redirect our attention to that which is working more than that which is not? Are we willing to make a conscious choice to decide and pay attention to good that surrounds us all? It is a way to shift our attention to that which is working. So pay attention. Pay attention is our first step in our empowerment model, which leads us to be astonished. When we are not our stories, which we've just found out we are not those stories, we make them up and they can be rewritten, well, then what is the truth of our being? If I'm not the story I've told myself about where I've been, the experience I've had, the bad things that have happened to me, if I am not, if that's not the truth of me, then what is the truth of me? Well, science of mind gives us a very clear answer, and that is that the truth of our being is the divinity that resides within, the I am that I am. It's the Christ consciousness that resides within each of us, and so our author states that this is super important for us to embrace this I am that I am, or as she calls it, our authentic badass self. Now, here's how I know this to be the truth of naming, claiming, accepting the truth of our being. Last week was a very special week. We inducted our two new practitioners, Nadine and Sean, and we also had our monthly practitioner meeting. Well, we wanted it to be special. We didn't want to do just the traditional uh, business agenda, and so Reverend Larry and I facilitated. It's called the Gift of Life activity, and anyone who's taken the foundations class has experienced this activity. Basically what it is, is you have a gift certificate that is put on your back, and so you walk around with it on your back, and everyone has a pen, 
and they go around and they write the gift that they see in you. It's a really fun activity. So there was lots of fun. We even had licensed practitioner Donna Wallace where we were putting her gifts into the chat and she was, we were sitting down in a chair and listening to her sharing the gift that she saw in us and we were writing it on our gift certificate to life. Well, there's another piece to this and that is that we have some reflection on it. There's two questions. As you look over the gifts that people have identified in you, you identify the gifts that you're like, yes, I am that. It's kind of a reinforcer to how you know yourself. So for me, there was boundless joy, vibrancy, enthusiasm, optimism. These are all things that have come up over and over and over and over and over again for decades. It's like I was like, yes, I am that, I am. The second round, though, reveals kind of what I would call our spiritual growth edge. And that is, is there anything on the gifts that you're maybe hesitant about or that you're kind of like, really? I, I, you know, I, I don't really see that. It's kind of like it's a brand new seed of your expanding potential. Well, for me, it was a blessing to the world. So I come from an old story of my worth is based on my competency. I'm only worthy if I'm competent, meaning I can do, 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 and I'm valuable because I can do. Well, in order for me to accept this gift, I have to let go of that story because that's not what the gift said. The gift said you are a blessing to the world. That means your presence is the gift. So in order to accept a blessing, we have to give up our old story. And when someone helps us by planting a new seed, it's that beginning of more life. It's that beginning of be astonished. Now, one thing I've also learned is that when we're in this expansion state of expanding our consciousness and accepting more of the truth that we are, sometimes we need little reinforcers that help us say, yeah, I guess that's true. Yes, that's true. So we had the practitioner meeting on Sunday. On Monday, after meditation, very clearly I heard, go back and reread your sister's birthday card because she had sent me my birthday card. And in it, she had written all of these adjectives, words. I was also inspired to count the number of words she wrote. The be astonished part came because there were 21 words. 21 is my magical number. And so I picked up the phone and I called her and I said, Marlene, thank you so much for remembering my magical number is 21. And you wrote 21 adjectives. There was kind of like this dead silence and she said, Marilyn, I didn't know there were 21. I sat down and did a free write and I wrote until no more words came.
21. So it's the universe guiding her to share how she saw me, the gifts in me. But isn't it astonishing? Isn't it with awe and amazement that she was guided to write 21? 21 is my magic number. So be astonished. Another one is that if we look at the many ways that the universe reinforces our expansion of consciousness. Wednesday was invited out for a birthday dinner. The birthday card that was handed to me, handwritten on the envelope, it said, you, in all caps, underlined, are a gift to the world. I shared with my friend what had happened, and she said, do you think the universe is sending you a message? Did you hear the message? She said, are you in awe and amazement and astonished yet? And we had a great laugh. So all I'm saying is that when we say yes to expanding our consciousness and accepting the badass authentic self, the I am that I am, the universe is there to support us, to reinforce us, to say yes, yes, yes. Did you get it yet? <laughs> so be astonished is the second part. Always look for that awe, that amazement, the wonderment, and be delighted in the many, many ways that we are supported as we expand the gift that we are. And then the third step is tell about it. Well, this happens to be one of my favorites because in science of mind philosophy, we are a, a philosophy, a faith, and a way of life. And one of the main things that science of mind teaches us is that our word has creative power. And one of the most powerful spiritual practices that we learn is spiritual mind treatment. And so I loved it when I was reading in You Are a Badass. She said, if you're not where you want to be in life, keep going. Treat yourself like you're the closest friend you've got. Celebrate the magnificent creature that you are. Well, I don't think she meant spiritual mind treatment, but that's exactly where my mind went, was treat yourself absolutely. We can use spiritual mind treatment to reinforce the truth. That is how we use, that is how we tell about it. We use the creative power of our words through spiritual mind treatment. And so this is a way through spiritual mind treatment to let go of the big snooze, the ego, and to fully embrace our badass, authentic self. Through spiritual mind treatment, we can tell about the truth of the I am that I am. And because pay attention is about looking at what it is that we're paying attention to and then making a choice to look at what is working more than what is not working. Be astonished is all about recognizing and accepting our divinity, 
the badass self that is the I am that I am that resides within. And tell about it is about treat yourself. I'm choosing to close with a uh, prayer by Thomas Troward. It's called The Absolute Treatment, and it's based on his writing. So I invite you to simply close your eyes. So this is our closing prayer, and it's called Absolute Treatment. I am life, and as life, I do flow. I am love. I reap what I sow. I am light. I eternally glow. I am power, so I can let go. I am peace. I know that I know. I am beauty. I watch myself grow. And I am joy above and below. And together we say, and so it is. Okay, so thank you for being here today, our three-step empowerment model. Easy to remember, what are our three steps? Pay attention, be astonished, tell about it. All right. We've got this. Now is our time of conscious giving, so I invite you to take out the gift that you brought to share with us, place it over your heart, and together let's affirm. Graciously I give from a place of love, knowing that as I give, so do I richly, lavishly, abundantly, receive. Thank you. And will the ushers please begin collecting the blessings. And for everyone that's online, you can go to our website. You can use uh, and look for the donate button. You can also use the Tithely app. And of course, you can send a check. We still receive you got mail. And we're happy to receive your checks in the mail. So on behalf of the Portland Center for Spiritual Living, I accept these gifts, knowing that as we receive these and we circulate these into our community, we pay our bills, we support community organizations, that these blessings go out into the world and are a blessing to others as we create a world that works for everyone. Thank you. So as we create a world that works for everyone, that might not be true in our life right now. And so we are here to provide prayer support to you wherever you are on your spiritual path. For those that are here in the sanctuary, we have a prayer table that has prayer cards on it. Please feel welcome to fill out the prayer card and put it in the prayer box. Our licensed practitioner on high watch, who is Arlene Mosier, will send that out to our ecclesiastical team, and we pray on that for an entire week. For all of our uh, online community, our virtual community, we invite you to go to our website, cslportland.org, and 
there is a place where you can fill out a prayer request card. Again, that immediately is sent out to the entire ecclesiastical team, and we pray on that for over a week. So I just invite you to ask for the prayer support you need so that you can be your authentic badass self. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.